my seat. Grabs my coochie. My camera peeing behind the building. I'm literally told you. Let me spare you. That's what I get for anal sex. You can be drafted into a war. Hey guys, welcome back to the Anything Curfew Podcast. If you're unfamiliar, I am Success Suwen, and this is the Nosies Podcast. We share stories and adventures. Welcome back, snoozers! I've missed you. Happy holidays, honestly. I hope your holiday was great. Um, you spent some time with families, loved ones, celebrated Hanukkah, you know, did the whole shebang, ate some good food. Okay, sadly, this is a throwback episode. I know, I know. But honestly, I do want to share all the throwback episodes I recorded last summer with you. And it's just, you know, it's just a nice way to share it with you. Again, due to the holidays, I still want to post podcast episodes, but obviously I haven't gotten a chance to edit, you know, any recent episodes, any juicy episodes. So we're going to have to go with the throwback ones just so that we stay consistent. And, you know, I give you content. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoy this episode with my friend Shauna. She's from Ireland. We talk all things Ireland, misconceptions, food, culture, school. It was really interesting. And her Irish accent is so cool. But it's a little bit thick, so it can be a little bit hard to understand, which can be difficult for a listener since it's a podcast. So I'll be stepping in and out, you know, explaining some things, clarifying some things so they make sense. Anyway, without further ado and enough of my rambling, here's the episode. Hey, Shauna, welcome to 9 p.m. Curfew. Thank you for joining me on this episode. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And you? Pretty good. Okay, so I just want to jump right into it. What's Ireland like? Like, what's the main hangout spots and school structure? Uh, well, you have, you start off in play school. For mm-hmm. like at about three, four, maybe, and go there to about four and a half, five, and then you go into primary school, which is like, junior infants and you're there for eight years mm-hmm. and then you're about 12 13 and you go into secondary school for six years and then you do your leaving cert in six year well you can do five depending if you do transition year or not mm-hmm. and then you do your leaving cert then you can go on to college so here she was basically talking about how primary school is kind of similar to our middle school and elementary school and then their secondary school is kind of similar to our high school and like college early college i think their secondary school can be like five to eight years depending on if you take a break or not but it's kind of the same concept just a bit different wow that is really cool yeah okay but like um do you guys have like public or private schools public and private private ones now are like really expensive you're talking mm-hmm. like a lot of money. And then, like, public ones, it's, like, in between, like, cheap and expensive. Like, I know my school now, we get free dinners and we can play a book rental so we don't have to pay, like, 30 euro per book. So you might be laughing at me and be like, success, that was a dumb question. Yeah, but I was just curious if they wear uniforms to school because I know some countries out of, like, the U.S., outside of the U.S. do wear uniforms to school and they might consider themselves as a public school even if they wear uniforms. And I know uniforms doesn't necessarily make a school, you know, private, but I just was curious about that. So, yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah. Compared to the other school, which is, like, another public school in, like, my town, they have to pay, like, for each of their books for every subject. So that could be, like, a book like eight books because you have eight different subjects so that's like one book for each subject yeah we have to do that in college you have to pay for everything like verbatim unless you have like scholarships do you guys get scholarships there you can get sports scholarships like say if you're playing like county hurling or football for your county or same with soccer you can get a scholarship through sport mm-hmm. and that's how you can get 
a spo- sponsorship or whatever. Oh, okay. Cool. Do you guys have, like, main hangout spots and stuff? Like, here, some people hang out, you know, at, like, parks or, like, restaurants, like, certain juice places. Do you guys have that? Uh, we kind of do. Like, we have, like, say, like, kids' playgrounds or there'd be, like, some, like, like in our town, like, there's a golf club that you can meet up and there's a GA pitch. Like, anyone can go to the GA pitch because you can do a walk and around the pitch or you can just even play hurling or football in the pitch. So I know I kind of sound a little clueless, but I honestly didn't know that much about Ireland. But she was talking about something similar to the YMCA, which they call a JA place. If I'm saying this correctly, hopefully you don't flame me, Shauna. But um, they basically hang out with friends, play sports, and it's kind of like similar to the YMCA, in my opinion. In the pitch. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my laptop okay. is just hopping now. Maybe I might turn it down my health. Oh my goodness. Are there like cliques, you know, like certain groups where it's like, oh, you can't, you can't be like a part of my group, you know? Yeah. Like, does that like, happen? There'll be like, no, the kind of emos. Oh, like, okay. You know, all those type of people. Mm-hmm. They'd yeah. Together and people like be avoiding them. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be like people that's really, really into sport, like mm-hmm. football and they hang around together. And then there'll be people that went to, like, say, in primary school, and they just stick together through most uh, secondary school as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So literally, you have to fall, you kind of just fall into any group anywhere. Do the groups mix, or do they just stay by themselves? Most of the time they mix, because I know uh, this year now is either, like, we two classrooms for our year because of COVID and all. Mm-hmm. And- so half of us was in one room and it'd be like, say like two or three friend groups, but yeah, mm-hmm. they'd be all mixing at each other. And then there'd be like, there's like pens or bits of rubber flying across the room then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, so basically she was talking about how there are cliques, but they're not as like intense as they are in America. And that some of them still like hang out and like do shenanigans and like throw pens and like pencils at each other in different classrooms. And she said that they only have one classroom or no, two classrooms because of COVID and like, you know, spacing restrictions. Yeah. And then she's <laughs> coming in. Would you be quiet? There's classes going on ahead, across the, like, it's not a corridor because we prefabs. So it'll be like two prefabs, then like a place you can walk through in between, then another two prefabs. Mm-hmm. What's a prefab? It's like a really thin building. Like the walls are like oh. really thin or something. And it's like freezing cold. Oh, wow. Is Everyone, it because you're, like, why do you have those? Because they just, they just throw them up when, like, they're waiting for an extension in the school. Mm, okay. But they could be there for 20 years or more. Oh, wow. That's crazy. But you said they're really yeah. cold. Yeah. So you can imagine, like, if your parents was in it before, you can imagine it's going to be freezing now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, do you, what do, like, Irish people do for fun? Because I know, like, here people go to, like, parties. Do you guys have, like, you know, what's your, like, party cultures or festivals like? Well, most of the time, they, they either go to, like, a pub or a bar is what you might call them. And mm-hmm. they in together, they might be up at the bar maybe talking to, like, the people behind the bar. Or they might be sitting down listening to music. Like, there could be someone that's just down the road from the pub and they'll just be in there singing any songs, like... <laughs> Wait, okay, so you told me about, like, what's it called, the crank? The crack, yeah. Yeah, the crack. What is that? Can you explain? Basically, 
it can be two ways. Like you can go up to your friend and say, "Well, what's the crack?" It's like, "How are you?" or "What are you up to?" Mm-hmm. Or if you're in a pub and people are having loads of fun, they might say, "That's a lot of crack," or "That's some crack." <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, and then I, like, mm-hmm. in America, I know it changes, and mm-hmm. they're like, "What?" <laughs> so I'll just clear that up. <laughs> okay, so the crack is kind of like the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I read somewhere and it's like you have to preserve the crack. So like if it's really happy, you can't just like be sad. Is that true? Yeah. Well, even if there is crack, you just won't be sad anyways. <laughs> have you like, what was your like experience with the crack? Like, have you been around like a really interesting like, you uh-huh. know? Pubs are over 18, but mm-hmm. it's not being like not pub here or there when you're a child. Mm-hmm. Like, parents would just say, Look, we're on holidays now. Would it be all right if we can bring you like an eight and a 10 year old? And they're like, Yeah, <laughs> no bothers. And literally on the door be like over 18s. Oh my gosh. And then, like, they just put you in a corner where there's not much, but like, there'll mm-hmm. be like a musician there still at the same time, like, say, Saturday evening mm-hmm. or Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. And everyone would be there just singing and just talking and just having a bit of crack in general. Oh, that sounds so fun. Hey, I low-key wish that America has something, like, had the crack. You know, it's like an aura that you have to protect in a social gathering. So, like, if the social gathering is, like, somber or, like, happy, you just, like, protect that aura. And you don't let the, like, you know, aura drop. And I kind of wish we had that. It's, like, a unanimous thing that they have in Ireland. And Americans don't have that. Like, if they go to a party and they're sad, the whole party is going to be sad. <laughs> I know, like, everyone has their own reason and stuff. But it would just be kind of cool to go somewhere and have, like, that aura and, like, feeling protected, if that makes sense. I just feel like it would make experiences more vivid and lively. What is the food like there? There's, like, we have the chipper where you can get, like, all the hamburger. All mm-hmm. that. And then... You have your lasagna, you can either hand cook it yourself again or it'll be pre-made in like some shop. Mm-hmm. And then we have our like traditional meals like bacon and cabbage and spuds. And then there's like stew, which is like beef stew. And that's okay. Have. And we have then a chicken roll, which is like a bread roll. Mm-hmm. We like breaded chicken inside it and then you can put whatever toppings and sauce on top of that as well. Wow, okay, that's so cool. Yeah. What's what's your favorite food? I'm going to have to say a chicken roll, or a <laughs> roll, which is like the same as a chicken roll, but full of like eggs, rashers, which is like bacon in America. Mm-hmm. And then you can put eggs, pudding, like black or white, and yeah. Wow. And that you can fit on a, one plate into a roll. That's so cool. Yeah. That actually sounds really good. Can you like cook and make any of that stuff? Well, you can, but people just go to, like, petrol station to the deli and then, like, can I have a breakfast roll? And then they're just making a troll out here so that you're ready to go. Wow. Okay. Speaking of food, I actually know someone from the U.S. who actually went to Ireland and ended up losing, like, 30 to 40 pounds because of how whole their food is. And, like Shauna was saying, they have a bunch of, like, bakeries and delis and things that people make day to day while we have, like, a bunch of preservatives. Obviously, they have, like, supermarkets in there like, you know, that kind of stuff over there, but it's just not as prevalent as it is in America. And obviously there's a population difference, but I just thought that was really interesting. Well, you can, but people just go to, like, petrol station to the deli and then, like, can I have a breakfast roll? And then they're just making a troll out here so that you're ready to go. 
Wow. Okay. So are the houses like really close together and can you like walk everywhere or do you need a car most of the time? Because in America, you need a car to go like anywhere. In Ireland, you can walk or you might be in the middle of nowhere and you'll need a car. Mm, okay. Like in Dublin, you just need your feet. Mm-hmm. But like public transport in Ireland is rubbish. <laughs> Same here. Like if I needed a train, I have to drive like half an hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. So like, we're kind of like you have to know how to drive, or either you're relying on your parents. Mm-hmm. But then they're working, so it's like, oh, I better like learn how to drive somehow. Mm-hmm. Wait, then, how old do you have to be to drive? You can do like your theory test at sixteen, and you can start driving at seventeen. But mm-hmm. most of the time you mightn't get your license till you're like eighteen, nineteen. Oh, okay, gotcha. But, so like. Fairly late in life when you can, like, start working at 16. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of the same here, too. Except for in my state, you can start driving at 14. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know, I was like, um... And then anytime I tell someone about that, they start... They're like, what's... That's so crazy. Yeah. Ireland doesn't like many young people driving. Is They start doing handbrake turns and making donuts in the road and all. Oh, no. This would be, like, at night time, like, ridiculous times, like, when, like, the roads are quiet. Mm-hmm. So, that's why there mightn't be as much young people driving, because the cost of insurance is, like, ridiculously dear. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Uh, well, even, like, like lads would be messing, like, at night time, and, like, if they, like, the bins will be emptied at night during Ireland, like, be at, like, six, seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, early. And so sometimes it'd be dark, so if your bin is empty, they'll get your bin and hook it to, like, the hitch of the car. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be driving along with the wheelie bin onto the back of their car. Oh, my gosh. And they lose the bin as well, so that happens in that time here. What? Wait, so do you have, like, a set time when people, when, like, you get your garbage, you take your, like, garbage out of the bin? Well, most of the time, people just leave them out, say, when they're going to bed. Mm-hmm. And then when, like, normally they go up like hours go up Friday night and they'd be mm-hmm. out Saturday morning. Oh wow. So they just steal people's like garbage bins and drive them around. Yeah, then like when they start driving the the bin will get loose and just be there, left there anywhere. So you could be like our road is straight so you could find it eventually. Mm-hmm. So it'll be eventually found, but people wow. do that with your bins. Wait, so does everyone have, like, their name on their bin? How do you know which one's yours? You'll have, like, it's, like, before they used to, you have to pay it by monthly, and you get a sticker in the post saying mm-hmm. your name and the date that the sticker was bought. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have them just left on their bins. Wow, that sucks. Do they get in trouble? Like, how's, no. like, just, <laughs> they don't? Don't get caught. It's like, where's my bin gone? Then they go for a drive up the road and says, oh, there it is. Bring it home now. <laughs> Wait, okay, so since there's a lot of like teenagers doing that stuff, like do like what's your police situation there? Like do you have like you know, like America, we have like a huge police system, you know, is it like the same? Uh that's because there's like the police in Ireland they are like they're good, but yet mm-hmm. they must be out the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that's when people can't get caught. Oh, they're not there the whole time. No. Oh, gotcha. Wait, so are they, like, is the police, like, in, like, bigger cities, like Dublin, or are they in, like, the smaller cities? Or yeah, 
be like in Dublin the whole time or Cork or Killarney, which is in Kerry, like those big places. Mm-hmm. There's just smaller towns like where I am. They mightn't be out the whole time. Because mm-hmm. some police stations, they're 24 hours and others, they'll be open some of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of messy and kind of awkward to handle it, but... A lot of the time they would get caught because some people might have cameras on their house and they say that's such a person and they'll be able to see the edge of the car. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was going to ask. Okay, so (laughs) there's some like misconceptions. You know, people are like, oh my gosh, Ireland has like pots of gold. Like, is everyone there redhead? What do you think about that? It can get annoying at times because (laughs) pot of gold will like Literally, not an Irish person would have a pot of gold. <laughs> or they just think, it's everyone redheads. Like, no, there's only about one in, like, five or ten people, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um. Wait, what do, like, Irish people think of Americans? Uh, a lot of time, we'll get annoyed because a lot of them tend to come up and say, oh, my great auntie's, like, cousin was Irish. So that means I'm, like, one percent irish basically she was talking about how like people who are like born in ireland born and raised in ireland don't like when other people especially americans reach and be like oh i'm 0.00 percent irish or they just like think it's a little bit annoying when people are like oh yeah i'm coming to ireland because i'm like 12 percent irish or something and i just thought that was kind of funny they either they like when they get to like annoy them because i know i was like in a group chat like on snapchat like last like during lockdown Mm-hmm. And they're like telling like Eildern stuff, so I was like, I got a phrase in Irish like, we ever want like Guelga, Guelga, yeah Guelga, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then I was like, right, these lads are getting on my nerves now, so I told like a phrase in Irish to insult, mm-hmm. them, but they didn't know I insulted them. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so I was like, said the phrase Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know what I was on about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're confused. And then, yeah, that comes stop. Here she was talking about how she was in a group chat with some Americans and they were being really annoying, you know, the whole Irish, I'm 1% Irish or whatever. And so she ended up using like a phrase that they didn't know um, and to insult them and they didn't even know that they were being insulted. So it's kind of a little bit muddled, but that's the gist of what she was saying. What is Halloween like? Basically when you're a child you're going trick-or-treating as normal mm-hmm. but then as you get older and you have say like two or three euros a lot of the time lads like getting eggs oh and firing them at houses no way i thought that was just in the movies uh, no <laughs> that hasn't ha- doesn't happen the whole time mm-hmm. but it did happen to the, us like years ago now like wow I was, and I heard a bang in the window. And then when you're like two, three, let's say, you wouldn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So like mom and dad just heard a bang in the window. I was like, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. And then eggs on the house. <gasps> no. So does everyone have to like sit outside of their houses and like watch to make sure nobody eggs their house? Well, they just stay inside and just leave the lights on. So something's happening. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you guys have like a huge any like for costumes? Do you guys wear costumes or no? Sometimes, cause like Halloween started in Ireland. Yeah, that's true. And 
but we wouldn't dress up the whole time. Like a lot of the time, like it'll just be a mask and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Compared to it, like in America, it'll be like a lot more effort gone into a costume. Mm-hmm. And like only in recent years, like very few people like decorate their houses for Halloween. Like put like skeletons in the window or whatever. Whoa. Yeah. That's so cool. I know, like, no Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. His grandparents live in Wexford. Oh, gotcha. So, so literally mm-hmm. the same county I live in. Mm-hmm. His grandparents are there, but I wouldn't know them. Oh, wow. Wait, so when Ed Sheeran became famous, did everyone, like, you know, get happy? Like, did you know, like... But some of them didn't know until, like, as he got bigger. Mm-hmm. Jesus, his grandparents is Irish, like. <laughs> they, like, know his song, Nancy Mulligan and mm-hmm. Galway Girl. Mm-hmm. Does he ever come visit Ireland? He did a few years ago. It was 2017, 2018, because I was in first year in secondary school. Mm-hmm. And I went to bed normally one night, and he was down in the restaurant down the road. What? And, like, two or three people got, managed to see him. I was like, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, on their Instagram stories. was like, What? That's crazy. Then it was all talk in school the next day. I was like, Ed Sheeran was down the road from me and I missed him. Oh no, that sucks. And at the time I was, I did like Ed Sheeran's music and I was like, mm-hmm. I hate him with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, that's so sad. What is what? What are some sayings in Ireland so I can tell my American friends? You have I'm grand, which means like a hundred things like, like, say if you broke your toe, let's mm-hmm. say, and you go to the doctors and you get it checked out and say, yeah, that's broken, you'll be grand, just get a castle and off you go. <laughs> like, literally, Irish don't care. If we what? were broken, we're grand. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, wait, what about relationships? Like, do people, like, say, oh, I'm dating this person? Like, how would you say that? Uh, just say, I'm going out with this one here. Oh, gotcha. There's this thing in, well, in teenage disco, like, say a lad will come up and say, will you shift my friend, which means, like, a kiss. Oh, okay. That will happen a lot in Ireland. Will you shift my friend? That's so cute. Thank you so much, Shauna, for being on the podcast. And thank you for letting me come on. Yeah, you're, like, literally so awesome. I love talking to you. This just came up at the right time, so thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I literally, you're so cool. I love talking to you. Your accent is so perfect. Ah! Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know it's a throwback one, so the editing style is a little bit different, and I feel like I've kind of progressed. Obviously, I still have so much work to do and so much to understand about audio production and everything, and it's kind of hard, especially as a college student in school and sometimes motivation and, you know, school and depression and everything that people go through. But I hope you love it. I love talking to you guys through DMs and on Instagram. Um, I know we share stories on here, and so we don't really talk face-to-face. Well, face-to-face, it's a podcast. But we don't really, you know, chat about real-life things. And sometimes I try to do, like, you know, me explaining more of my personality or answering some questions at the end. But I'm definitely a lot more active on Instagram. If you want to chat one-on-one, if you want to email me, totally do that. I'm so down. If you want to be on the podcast, hey, hey, join the podcast, which would be so cool.
Anyway, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for breaking curfew with me. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review 9pm curfew on Apple Podcasts and be sure to stick around extra late next week to chase the chaos.